Welcome back to Billiken Babble. I'm your host, Carter Chapley, and the Billikens are coming off a big win in the opening round of the Cancun Challenge. They beat Illinois State in a weird game where it felt like they could have won by more and maybe should have won by less as well. They scored over 80, and yet their offense looked pretty poor. And their defense didn't look bad at all, and they still gave up 70. So it was a weird game against a weird Illinois State team. They had some really strong performances from Antonio Reeves and Cy Chapman. And the Billikens had some pretty decent outcomes as well. Jordan Nesbitt came alive in the second half. Gibson Jimerson looked strong shooting. Terrence Hargrove, again, had a great contribution. Overall, it felt like things could have been better, and yet they still didn't play bad, which I think is a good thing. This is one of those weird games you can chalk up to being in a ballroom in Cancun and not in a basketball stadium, and so everything about it is weird, and you just take your wins and move on. I want to thank Jim Benson of the Pantograph as well for coming on to talk to us about Illinois State and get us prepared for that game. I think he was right again about what he had to say. Illinois State is a team who struggles with size, and they played above their weight. They rebounded well, and they kept themselves in the game. And he said that if they could do that, they'd have a chance in this game. So I want to thank him. Next up is Stephen F. Austin, recently moved to the WAC out of the Southland Conference. I want to thank Rachel Lenzi of the Buffalo News She's a writer up there in Buffalo, and she would have helped us take care of Buffalo if that's who we would have faced, but it looks like we have our first lost episode, and so instead, we'll have Matt Adkins. He's on Twitter. He covers SFA at CBB underscore run the point, and he's going to get us all prepared for what should be, as he describes it, a rock fight. This is two physical teams who play a kind of similar style, and it's going to be a really physical, quick turnaround game in the championship of the Cancun Challenge, so let's get to Matt now. Now joining us on Billiken Babble is Matt Adkins. Matt covers SFA for us and a lot of the whack, as it turns out, if you read through his Twitter. Matt, how are you? Doing good, Carter. Thanks for having me. Matt, tell us what you do on Twitter, what you cover, how you got started with this all. Yeah, definitely. So, so first and foremost, I am a, an SFA alum. So I, you know, predominantly, you know, talk and tweet about uh, Stephen F. Austin and SFA hoops, but I created an account uh, a couple of years ago at CBB Run the Point. Basically, I, you know, I just like talking about mid-major hoops, started basically kind of covering SFA and then kind of more Southland Conference uh, you know, schedules, kind of games, you know, things were going. Uh, and obviously, when, when SFA and the other schools left the Southland for the WAC, kind of switched over a little bit with them. Yeah, I'm just a guy, watched a lot of a lot of basketball. Just like to have fun, you know, like to do game updates. Of course, uh, follow SFA really closely as well. Being an alum and, and putting the time and effort you do, it means that nobody, that not many may know this team better than perhaps yourself. And so tell us, Billikens, Lumberjacks, tip off tonight, 7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern. What can we expect in the, from this Lumberjack team? Yeah, I, I think we'll be in for, for a good contest tonight. I, I think I saw Louis opens up as a four-point favorite, which seems about right. SFA played really, really well last night against Buffalo. I think so far this season, SFA's had trouble kind of putting a, a full game together. They struggled a little bit early on the season with some lower uh, you know, non-D1 opponents, had trouble finishing games, played decently well when they had South Dakota State in the house, had a lead pretty late, uh, kind of faltered down the stretch and we're kind of having trouble just finishing games you know they had a really good bounce back game against middle tennessee state they just honestly destroyed middle tennessee state on the boards i think it was 40 40 27 so you're you're going to see a very very intense sfa uh, on both ends of the courts they're going to be on the floor all the time you know they they call themselves press you head coach kyle keller started but it's not press that that you think of a press right it's more of them pressing you on the ball trying to turn you over trying to speed up the game which is their their mo 
you don't play for, for Coach Keller. You don't play for Stephen Boston if you can't play defense. They're very, very intense, very good on the ball defense, which is going to be a little different from what the Billikens saw last night. You know, they had some trouble running against the uh, the Illinois State zone. It's kind of interesting to see. And I know Coach Keller was there watching and, and scouting that game. So I'll be interested to see if if he does, you know, throw in some zone every now and then. It seems like based on watching that game versus Buffalo last night, Stephen F. Austin wants to play really physically. Is that going to be a, a something that, in addition to this press, is, is physicality a mindset they like to play with? Definitely. Yeah, very physical. Very, uh, last night, because Buffalo definitely was a very, very physical matchup. I forgot the number of uh, total fouls. A lot of whistles, and that's due just to the physicality that the uh, yes, the defense brings. There, for for a lot of rosters, a lot of lineups are going to be a little bit undersized. You know, they start two, six, seven guys in uh, Calvin Solomon and Gavin Kin- Kinsmill, which for for a lot of teams is a big disadvantage. But that's really not the case for for SFA with how they play. They had 18 offensive rebounds last night and just completely dominated Buffalo in, in that facet. Getting them 19 extra shots or whatever it was is, is basically what what won that contest. So I think you'll see that that same thing today. SFA is a team that never quits. I mean, they're, they're going to go at the ball wherever it's at on the court. But yes, Bill again is basically the, the leader there. He's only six seven, but he's very strong, very quick feet, very agile. He run the court overall as if they plays really well on defense by pressuring the ball and getting into the passing lanes. You know, they had 12 steals last night. I think they've got over 50 for sure uh, for the season. So they, they again try to play those passing lanes, try to deny the ball, um, which again has been their MO since uh, Coach Keller has been with us. Now, just doing some quick statistical scouting here, it looks Looks like SFA has one of the higher three-point percentages, but lower three-point distributions in the country. Tell yeah. me about that. They've been really efficient, but they don't take a lot of them? Yeah, they're not looking to take the three. Their main goal is to play in the paint. Their first look is going to be to Kinsville in the post. Their second look is going to be to how to get it, get into the paint. That's what they're going to be doing. Um, you'll see a lot of post feeds. You'll see a lot of pick and rolls from uh, David Calcaris and, and Kinsmill. Calvin Solomon isn't a, a huge offensive guy, but he's, he's definitely a, a high-energy glue guy. He, he pounds the boards as well next to Kinsmill. So yeah, they, they definitely looked at playing the paint. They looked at playing the post first, even being maybe a little bit undersized. Again, against Middle Tennessee State, for example, I mean, they had three guys at some point that were that were six and nine and over, and as they just completely just dismantled them on the boards and in the paint. So, yeah, they don't take a lot of threes, but the threes they take are, are because of their ball movement, move the ball very well. They do a lot of ball screens. Saw a lot of that last night that Buffalo had a really, really hard time guarding, especially when it comes to, to David Calcari from the, from the point. And again, feeding Ken's mode down low. We're with Matt Adkins here on Billiken Babble. Matt, can you tell us what might be the biggest worry that this team has? Yeah, so so far and and you know, probably for another, a month or two, it's it's gonna be overall depth. I think they've got a lot of talent, but a lot of it's very young talent. They've got a lot of freshmen, they've got a lot of newcomers, Calgary's Rate Ware and uh Kinsmill. Are, are three returning super seniors. But after that, as long as they're predominantly all new lineup. They've got Jalen Jackson Posey is a, a redshirt freshman that's in the starting lineup. Very talented kid. Calvin Solomon is the, uh, the fifth starter. But after that, it's kind of a little bit iffy as far as bench. They've got two very talented guys in the trail, Jossel, who is a, a transfer from Kansas, as well as Day Day Hall, who is a, also a freshman. Originally started at East Tennessee State, didn't play there, transferred to SFA. And those two kids are predominantly man number six and number seven. So I think the overall, not issue, but the the question mark that I think a lot of people have right now is just where the bench scoring comes from. And then for me, it might be uh, the big man depth. When Kinsmill goes out, that's a big question mark of who can step up. They do have a, a pretty good sized big man in uh, Nana Blasiaco, who's a uh, Nacogdoches uh, local kid as a, as a sophomore. He played really well as a true freshman last year. 
he can knock down the three. He can play some minutes, but again, I think if uh, you know, Kinsmill goes out with foul trouble, which happens, that can be a concern with the bench picking it back up. Looking out into the future, looking down into you know mid-March, what would a successful season for SFA look like? Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's definitely be a, a different season. It's going to be a, a big test for them moving over to the WAC, you know, playing against Grand Canyon and New Mexico State, all of the other new programs that they're going to be facing. So it's going to be a, definitely a challenge. And like I mentioned, it's a lot of new players to get the chemistry on the court going which is is it makes sense that's that's what happens with but i think in another month maybe two i mean you can start to see the, the way that they want to play some of these newer kids are still taking a little more time to to learn what it takes to be you know playing for coach keller but last night i think was probably the first real complete game that i think we saw from sfa and, I, and overall you know the the goals are going to be to get to las vegas in the, the wide tournament win that get to the tournament and coach keller will always tell you and they, they don't they don't want to play their best basketball in, in the, the non-conference schedule right they want to be working on getting to to March I could talk about and really uh, striving at that point. A season of development and growth with hopefully some successes towards the end of it. Thank you so much for joining us, Matt. Do you have anything you want to promote or plug here now that you have your opportunity? Yeah, um, you know, just my, my random uh, account again is at CBB, run the point, um, all mid-major stuff in general. Again, I'm just a guy having fun uh, watching basketball. Thank you so much, Matt. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks again to Matt Adkins at CBB underscore run the point on Twitter. He's a really good follow for all things WAC and Stephen F. Austin basketball. He's been a lifer for them. He's an alumni. He's a good guy to get to know if you're interested in SFA hoops. This is going to be a really tough game to prepare for on the Billikens end, but I do think that some of the things he said indicate that this may be a more stylistically beneficial team to play against for the Billikens. I think if this team wants to play in this press, up-tempo style of game, the Billikens are going to run all over them. They just have better athletes. They have a point guard who can run over that. So while it's going to be really physical, and that's probably your biggest fear, is getting into foul trouble and getting things into a slow rock fight, as they say, talent-wise, and I think stylistically this is a game the Billikens should win. But again, it's playing on the second day of a back-to-back. You don't do that very often in college basketball. You're playing a physical team who's going to wear you down and grind you down. And so you just look to get in there and win a basketball game and get out of there with the Cancun Challenge Championship. Hang a banner, so to speak, and, and win a game in Mexico. So that is all. Thank you for listening to Billiken Babble like us on apple podcast follow us on spotify rate review that's how you grow the show that's how you help me and then who knows maybe next time you listen to me we might have some new friends and new help along the way next up after this is boise state and hopefully we'll have some new friends along to help us get ready for the broncos be good to each other and roll bills